This idea of overwhelmed stress and anxiety is an illusion. In fact, there's a famous TED talk that shows that if you believe stress is going to be bad for your health, it will be bad for your health. But if you believe stress is good for you, it will be good for you. Again, all the rules of the world are made up. That's Vishen Lakhiani, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thank you for vibing with me today as we have speaker, author, and the founder of Mind Valley returning to the show to share the seven identities that you can adopt so you can get out of the matrix and upgrade your life. Here's Vishen Lakiani. Enjoy. Now, I want to share this with you because I want you to understand that your rules about the world will be true for you, but none of those rules are actually set in stone. You can decide. You can literally decide that you will be successful if you wear blue <laughs> every day, and you will be successful. I may or may not have that rule. Whatever rule you create will become true for you. This is why so many pro athletes, and I train a lot of American pro athletes, they have their lucky habits. It might be a lucky stone that they touch in their pocket before they take the field. It may be a blessing or a prayer. This is why all the religions count. Because what, whether you believe in Jesus or Allah or whatever religious book, if you believe in that, it becomes true for you. It's all a freaking matrix, people. And you can figure this stuff out. Now, let's show you how to hack the matrix. You hack the matrix by upgrading your identity really fast. And I want to teach you how to do that. Okay, so now we come to the next part. There are seven identities that I think are really empowering that you want to bring in. Now, these seven identities came from conversations I had with multiple spiritual teachers, including one spiritual teacher who is going to be a surprise guest tomorrow. I won't reveal who he is, but he's one of the most powerful shapeshifters in the universe. He will be here tomorrow. Okay, now these are the seven identities. I want you to take this down. The first is discipline. You find great joy in what you do. Work and play becomes one. That means you are a person who believes that joy and work are interlinked. I call it discipline. It is the discipline of bliss. It is the discipline that says that the most important thing in my life is to be blissful. Every day, in the absence of fear, in the absence of uncertainty, in the absence of failure, you can choose bliss. That is what we mean by discipline. Okay, you got that? Everyone took that down. Okay. Second thing, immunity to overwhelm. I see this so often in people I hire. So many things going on. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed out. I'm so in, I'm facing anxiety. All of this is real. I'm not denying that they're experiencing that. But what I learn. From the spiritual teacher that I'm going to put on stage tomorrow, is that this is another illusion. Look at men like Elon Musk. They run two companies simultaneously. 
and both are thriving. Steve Jobs did the same. Look at the multitude of projects that Oprah has. Look at Beyonce and what she's able to do. They are able to do a lot of this stuff because the rules seem to not apply to them. This idea of overwhelm, stress, and anxiety is an illusion. In fact, there's a famous TED talk that shows that if you believe stress is going to be bad for your health, it will be bad for your health. But if you believe stress is good for you, it will be good for you. Again, all the rules of the world are made up. So why not choose the rule that you want to live by? So I decided to take this rule that I'm going to be immune to overwhelm, that I can handle multiple projects, multiple businesses, multiple companies, and still get healthier every month. And still have deep connections with the people in my life. Rule number two: You are no longer burdened by the thoughts of overwhelm. Multitasking becomes easy. Rule number three that you want to take on: Win-win relationships. You're able to create a positive vibe and generate great energy with everyone in your life. This means all relationships are win-win. All interactions are infused with positivity and care. This is why when Christina and I ended our marriage, our relationship after 19 years, it simply shifted from a romantic relationship to a friend relationship. It was win-win. I don't believe in breakups. I don't believe in heartbreak. You simply shift the definition of the relationship, but it is still win-win. Both parties benefit. If I part ways with a business partner or an author, we don't bring in lawyers to haggle about assets. I ask them, "What is it that you want that is going to serve you?" They're like, "Okay, I love these pieces. Great, you take them." All my business relationships are based on one thing: contract or no contract, revenue or not. This person who is doing business with me. If they walk away from the interaction with Mind Valley and they feel that we were not less than loving and conscious, we've already failed. So I rarely work with lawyers anymore. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't need lawyers. My CFO still makes sure that we have legal contracts. But I tell every author who comes into my life, look, my commitment is: you love our relationship as businesses, as me, as. Founder of Mind Valley and you as the author. Everything in my life has to be win-win, and this is possible too. But the world tells you it's not. Number four, inspiration on demand. All of us have access to this. As soon as you believe that you can tap into inspiration on demand, it starts speaking to you. But it may not be the usual ways you think. It may not be dreams. It may not be intuition. It may be that random phone call from a girl in Algeria who found your number on the internet. And to this day, I don't know how my number got on the internet. <laughs> But inspiration on demand—the universe can talk to you in any way it wants. There's a beautiful book called *Big Magic*. How many of you have read *Big Magic*? Okay, great book, right? By um, by by. And now, in *Big Magic*, Elizabeth Gilbert. In *Big Magic*, Elizabeth Gilbert has a beautiful line. She says, "The universe doesn't play favorites. The universe will whisper to you." And the universe can choose anybody it wants to whisper its next grand plan to. Your job is to act on that. And if you don't act on that, the universe basically will go, "Look, it's not a new, it's no big deal. I'll just go to the next person." The universe is whispering to all of you all the time, but you got to give it a signal that you're willing to listen. Now, that signal, by the way, is why Neil Donald Walsh said, "Live in life with the intention to serve." If you decide that you want to serve the planet, the ecology, or you want to serve, you want to serve kids in need, that is a clue you're raising your hand for the universe to whisper to you. 
So what I found is a very as a beneficial model of living is to decide what areas of this planet we want to serve, and to wait for those whispers. But again, you don't even need to wait. If you believe you need to wait, you will wait. I simply meditate and I start talking, and I trust the downloads that I'm getting. This is inspiration on demand. Now I've started experimenting with other ways to get inspiration on demand: peyote ceremonies, ayahuasca, neuro training,、um, and I found that all of these things, from plant medicine to neuro training, mind-blowing stuff. I recently did an ayahuasca trip, and for five hours straight, the universe downloaded for me exactly what I needed to do to get to one billion lives. Right, one. It was five hours of downloads, and all of us have access to this. You just have to ask the right question. My friend Jack Canfield, who takes people on ayahuasca trips to Costa Rica, says there are three big questions that are very useful to ask. So you guys might want to take this down. The first question is: Show me who I've become, or show me who I need to become. Now you don't have to do ayahuasca or go to Costa Rica. It's one of many different ways. You can do this with neuro training. There are many devices that put you into altered states. You can do this with meditation. You can do this with chanting. You can do this in a sound bath. There are many different modalities in the world today, especially if you live in California, that allow you to get to altered states. So that was the first question. Second question is: Show me how to get united with my soul. At all cost. Now you want to be careful with this question, because if you want to truly be united with your soul at all cost, you're giving the universe permission to disrupt your business, your relationship, your way of life, the city you live in. So you must be prepared for change. This is why Marie Diamond's law is so important. Expect uncertainty and embrace that. Know that there is a greater plan. Okay, so that's the second question. The third question that people sometimes ask in plant medicine ceremonies is a question along the lines of "Heal my heart" or "Show me what I need to do to heal my heart." This is a way for you to heal charges or issues that you may have with an ex-partner, an ex-lover, maybe your parents, maybe someone who did something to you in childhood. These three questions are a way of bringing in inspiration and demand. Okay, we go on to identity number five. Abundance, whether it's financial or health or love and life experiences, you start to see abundance emerging in all areas of your life. So you want to live life as if abundance just naturally flows to you. This wants to be. This needs to be your stated default mode of being. One of the newest authors that we're bringing to Mind Valley is Ken Honda. So. I'm really excited about bringing Ken because Ken has written 53 books plus plus in Japan. He's the biggest personal growth teacher in Japan, and I think it's really important to learn personal growth not just from the teachers that we see in the United States, but with teachers all around the world, right? And and Ken defines abundance this way. He said the truly rich people, the richest people in the world, do not define wealth. As a certain money level, it's not a million dollars in the bank or ten million dollars in the bank. He said they see wealth as the availability of money like air. This is abundance. He was he was interviewing a guy called Wahei Takeda, who's like the Warren Buffett of Japan, and he asked Wahei, "What does it mean to be rich?" And Wahei Takeda said, "To be rich means to see money as air, 
I know that whatever money I need for me to accomplish my dreams, my goals, my intention will flow to me. And if you live the life like that, you are truly rich. So this is what we mean by abundance. It isn't a number. In fact, if you attach it to a number, you will never truly feel abundant because there's always a higher number. But if you believe that love, that wealth and money, that life experiences, that connections are like air, and you can breathe it in as and when you need it, that is the identity of abundance. Now, the sixth identity is flow and ease. It's believing. That life flows almost as if it's blessed by luck and synchronicity. It almost feels as if you are held by a benevolent universe. Now, that word "benevolent universe" comes from the Mind Valley teacher Sri Kumar Rao. He is a famous MBA professor who brings in Eastern philosophy into MBA programs in Columbia, London Business School, and so on. And Rao said one of the most powerful models of reality we can have is the idea that the universe is benevolent. And that the universe embraces us and has our back. As soon as you start believing this, it starts to become real, and you start seeing life moving as if by magic. Now, the seventh identity is bending reality. This is the one I absolutely love, and I talk about a lot. Your true want seems to come to you with ease. Life seems easier as you're supported by a benevolent universe. This is where. You believe that you can literally shift the fabric of time and space to make that which you want happen, and the more you practice this, the more powerful it starts to get. Tomorrow, when I bring on some special guest on stage, Marie Diamond, and our special guest spiritual teacher, you will start learning more and more nuances on how to get to this 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 phase of bending reality. Now the funny thing is this, guys. All of these seven identities, you already can adopt them. You can literally decide and believe to adopt any of these identities today, and your life will start to shift. But there is a simple technique you can apply today itself, in five minutes, to start adopting these identities. Now, if you think of adopting these identities on a scale of one to a hundred, it doesn't mean you go all the way to a hundred, but you might go from zero to like a ten. Today itself, and by the end of the week, go from a 10 to like a 73. It's that easy, but it has to do with rewiring your brain. Big thanks to Vishen Lakiani for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled "Vishen Lakiani, Personal Growth Speaker." And if you'd like to connect with him and his work, you can go to his website, mindvalley.com, or you can go to his personal website, vishen.com. His Instagram. Is vision, and his latest book is entitled "The Six Phase Meditation Method: The Proven Technique to Supercharge Your Mind, Manifest Your Goals, and Make Magic in Minutes a Day." And if you'd like to hear more talks with Vision, you can go to the show description and look at his previous episode section, where there'll be a list of all the past episodes that he's been featured on the show. And also in that show description, you'll find links to everything that I just mentioned, along with a link to today's entire talk. All right, don't forget to follow the show, share it, or leave a rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. I truly, truly appreciate you taking out the time to do that for me today. And that is a wrap for me. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you have an an amazing weekend. And I look forward to seeing you back here Monday. 
So until then, stay strong. Later.